The best thing you can tell an editor is how do you want something to feel? You're editing. Go as simple as possible. My rules for this are just stay as systematic and sustainable as possible. Sometimes the most complex ideas, they can do really well. But if you always want to rely on being a one-hit wonder, this probably isn't the podcast for you. A lot of people create content and they have zero, and I mean zero, strategy. They just talk about random things. They're like, I'm a business owner and Gary Vee talks about blueberries, so I'm going to talk about strawberries and this can go viral. Here are some of the biggest reasons why most people, maybe including yourself, have stopped creating content, don't want to make content, or are considering just stopping. So let's dive in. Uh, Today is a solo episode, as you might have noticed. It's great to have you back on the show. I hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far. I hope you're having an absolute blast and you're having the best time being here. Um, If you haven't left us a review yet, could you please do so? That'd be amazing. I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear what your thoughts are. Uh, If you're enjoying the content, if it sucks, tell me. I'd love to know. Uh, You can drop us a review. I think on Apple Podcasts, you can even put in a, you can write a little review in there and and let us know what you think as well. So um, I wanted to jump into this topic a little bit because I work with and I see a ton of entrepreneurs that create content. Uh, Some of them will post for three months. Other ones will post for 10 years. (laughs) And other ones are just like, they don't want to do it because they're just terrified of it. So no matter what category you're in, I want to just kind of get some beliefs on the table and some things that uh, why most people won't make content. And if this relates to you, we'll, we'll go into some solutions, some things that I've found and what gets to people who are just like, content sucks to people that are creating content for 10, like up five to 10, 15 years straight. Cause you see these guys like Gary Vaynerchuk, who's been creating content since like basically 2005, uh, creating wine videos. It's kind of insane. And, uh, if you can, if you couldn't tell consistency plays a huge factor in actually growing a brand and growing an audience. But at the same time, you gotta do it right. Cause there's a lot of times where a lot of people just put out volume, 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 but the content sucks. It's not getting the result. It's not growing your following. It's not doing a lot for you. So therefore, why would you create, keep on creating something that's not performing really well? So we have a lot to dive into, uh, but we're just going to get started with the main thing. People stop creating content. Obviously, this is the easiest one. They stop creating content because it's too hard. It's too much work. It all relies on you. You have to be the one that posts every single video. You got to go on Instagram. You got to go on TikTok. You got to do whatever it is. And you have this big resistance point because you have to post everything yourself. You have to edit everything yourself. You have to come with the ideas yourself. Every single one of these things, here's the good news, can be outsourced. It can be systemized, outsourced, and done by somebody else who is not you. You don't have to come up with every single idea for your social media, which means that you don't have to spend all this time thinking it and building your crazy, crazy content calendars. Newsflash, most people right now who are making really viral content they don't have the biggest like content calendar of all time, to be honest with you. Um, some of them do, some of them don't. Every strategy is a little bit different and what works for your audience is gonna be a little different too, right? Like that kind of makes sense. But the main thing that you need to think about is what content is going to perform well? What type of content for your audience is gonna perform well? Um, and that starts with researching your audience. Now, I'm not gonna go into that right now. We can talk about that on another episode. But what you need to know is that not all of this has to ride on you because it's too hard. The solution for this is having systems around each of your, the main places of resistance. It's the, the actual ideation. Then you actually have to film it. You have to bring the idea to life and then you have to edit it and then you have to publish it. And all of this stuff, 
is way too much work for you if you have a real business. If your business is doing like $5 a month, then you're fine. You're gonna have all the time in the world to do this and you need to keep making posts yourself. That's great, but if you're listening to this, that's probably not you. And if it is, that's totally okay too, no judgment. But my point is that as you're growing a business, you shouldn't be doing all this. I know some business owners that are doing hundred, $500,000, a million dollars a month. And sometimes they're still running their own social media. Does that work in some anomalies and cases? Yes. Do I think you should have certain social media channels that you personally manage? Absolutely. Uh, I know this uh, for some inside Intel, uh, but a guy named Mr. Dave, if you know who that is, he runs his own Twitter personally. He doesn't have anyone manage his Twitter. As a business owner, there are certain places where you need to be involved. Like you shouldn't disappear from social media and have someone take it over completely. But what you should do is have systems around so you don't have to do the things that you don't like. I'll give you an example. If you hate coming up with ideas, this is how you're going to do it in the future. In the future, you're going to decide after this podcast right now. Actually, just do it right now. Take out a piece of paper and write down four things that you are super passionate about. Four topics. Four topics that either your business pertains to, that you love, that involves part of your business, those four things, and if you want to, add a bonus, if it's just a passion piece or like you really like a type of pistachios and that's really important to you, make that as like an experimental piece. We're going to call those what Daryl Eves would call those as buckets. So list these out and these are your buckets of ideation. You can then pass that off to your team and have somebody else take it over for you. And they can literally take those ideas, look at your other pieces of content, take transcriptions of what you've already made, have videos from you, put it into ChatGPT and say, hey, give me 30 to 50 different video ideas based off of this. And then when it comes down to your format and creative style, that's just something that you need to check with uh, on your research side and actually research uh, your, your people and see what works best. But in the meantime, that's the biggest thing that I would do. Get the system off of your plate, off of ideation. You're editing. Go as simple as possible. My rules for this are just stay as systematic and sustainable as possible. Sometimes the most complex ideas, they can do really well. But if you always want to rely on being a one-hit wonder, this probably isn't the podcast for you because I'm all about building sustainability, actually having content that will last you in the long run, uh, make it easier and more fun for you. So there's different ways you can do this. Sometimes it's a B-roll clip. Sometimes it's a talking head clip just like this. You don't always have to do the same type of content all the time. So find the editing style that seems to resonate the most with your audience. Look at your numbers. Look at your analytics. Figure out what you like and then pass that off to an editor and tell the editor, hey, this is how it needs to look. It needs to feel like this. The best thing you can tell an editor is how do you want something to feel? Teach them how to understand what it's what that content should feel like. Have them create sample content, send it back to you, see what you think, and then push that out. And then from there, if you want to publish it, go for it. But if you want a system for that and just some ideas for that as well, you can literally hire somebody for $4 an hour and have them post it on all platforms for you on a thing called Metricool. And they can just schedule it all out for you. No problem. Someone can do it all for you. Now, do you have to manage this? Yes. Do you have to quality control this? Yes. But you just got rid of a massive part of the process. And then whenever you want to do something new, you kind of have to restart the process and, and, and rebuild it back. But you shouldn't be not doing content just because it's hard. Because it's not actually supposed to be hard. And if you have a real business and you're moving things forward, you should be able to just have a small team and then... As your business grows, or if you're already really big, then you probably just need to outsource this entire process to someone else. And someone else can just follow what I just told you right here, or they can just talk to me. There's also links down below. If you ever want to just chat with us, you totally can uh, just to get thoughts. And, and if we can help you, great. If not, that's cool. But anyways, and by the way, if you're enjoying the show so far, please review. If this was good, leave a review. Let me know. 
I want to know. We want to hear feedback. Sorry, I have to. I have to. I'm not. I actually. I'm not Canadian. I'm not going to apologize. I'm not. I'm not sorry for that. But I hope you guys are enjoying this episode so far. I'm having a blast just hanging out with you. Like we are having the best time. This is like the most fun thing to me in the world. The next one. People are literally afraid of the camera. Now I get it. Sometimes you have to have some psychopathic tendencies to look at a camera and do what I'm doing right now. It's a little bit weird. I get it. It's a little strange. Understood. It's fine. But what I would suggest doing, if it's really hard for you to get in front of the camera, it's really hard for you to talk, like if it works really well for your audience, for them to hear from you, and you just hate doing it, try doing it with someone in the room. This isn't as systematic as the first one, but it's pretty easy to figure out. Have someone in the room with you who you can just have a conversation with and get used to making content out of a conversation. Just having that camera in the room can be really strange at first, uh, but there's a lot of people who work better in different circumstances. So there's some people that I know, they really enjoy just being a talking head and they do it really well. Alex Ramosi is actually a great example of this. He's a great talking head. Jordan Peterson is one of the people that I think does it really well when it comes to being a, uh, a talking head on uh, by himself. He can also do a really good job of actually um, articulating what he's trying to say really well on a, on a stage as well. So you need to figure out what you're most comfortable with and then put a camera right there. If you're most comfortable on a stage, put a camera right there. If you're most comfortable on a podcast, put a camera right there so you can turn uh, pull content from your podcast that you're on. And the podcast that you're on should pertain to the topics that you're actually passionate about, the topics that pertain to your business. All of your content should feed towards your mission. Um, there's so many other pieces of the content game where it just gets complex. People are like, well, what's the right strategy? Or like, how do I do this thing right? Or that thing right? Or that thing right? And it's like, dude, when it comes to content, if you do, if you have not been posting for six months consistently, your strategy doesn't really matter. The hardest part about content is staying consistent. So many people just give up after three months. They post some content and they don't see a lot of results. We're going to get to that in a second. The thing is that you don't really have a right. You don't have a huge right to be pushing for results unless you've been doing it for at least like six months to a year, man, because nobody knows who you are. Like they don't really know who you are. They're not, they don't really know if you're going to be there all the time. They don't know if you're just trying to sell them a product. There is trust, like real trust that has to be built inside the market. There's a lot of brands that I, I find it very interesting. Um, I actually love this and I recommend this a lot for people. When people are building a brand, if they see an ad from somebody and they're like, oh, this is really interesting material. The first thing they're going to do, one of the first things they're going to do is either if, if you're me, if you're like me, maybe I'm just a weird consumer, but I like to go to Google and type in Reddit and then the name of the company right after and see what comes up. Now, yes, I'm not saying that people on Reddit are the smartest people in the world because who knows, but there is some really good information on Reddit. There's a lot of interesting information. And then I'm going to their Instagram. I'm going to their YouTube channel. What do they got? Like, do they, have they just, they just started in business? Like there's certain times if I'm going to be buying, especially if it's an info product, you don't always research an Apple when you're at Walmart. Okay. I'm not saying that's what you do, but there is an amount of brand loyalty that people affiliate with you when they can find your content online and it makes them feel more comfortable. It makes them feel like you care that you're investing into your market. So consistency makes a massive, massive difference, especially if you're running things like ads Organic is some of the best things you can do to back yourself up in that sense. So the next big reason, a lot of times people just stop making content is they're not seeing results. They're just not, they're like, dude, I've been posting. I know people who have been posting for three years and they're like, man, I'm not seeing results. I'm going to go through a couple different things that I have personally noticed um, that really make the biggest difference on people's channels, on people's pages and what, what makes the biggest difference. 
Number one, one of the main things is just testing. If you are doing the same thing, but you've never tested anything different, like if you've only posted the animated style text stuff and you've never tried anything else, you're kind of asking for it, you know? Like we got to try different things. Like we have to try different things in the sense that we need to come up with new, fresh ideas. And if you have somebody who's creative working with you or you have an agency, you need to make sure that you have somebody on your team that has vision for what you're doing. Sometimes the best thing you can do is just be different from the crowd. That's one of the best things you can see on social media. If you go through social media, take a second, go through your feed and just look at what's blowing up and ask yourself like, why did I stop on this video? Why did I stop on that video? And then see what happens when you take that format and just plug it back into your content. How does that work? Have you changed formats? Have you tried different ways of posting your content? Did you Have you ever tried taking your spoken word content and turn it into written content and then just posted that as a video? Like some of this stuff is really basic, but it works really well. I've seen there's times where people are just not that great on camera. They have a lot more work to do. You just got to try some stuff that's written. Sometimes that's the best way you can do it. That's one of the best things you can do. Um, another thing, if you're not experiencing results, is double check your avatar. Is your avatar on the platform that you want to be on? Some people, and they still post it on Pinterest. Sorry to tell you, but there is a very specific audience for Pinterest. And if that, if your audience is not on Pinterest and your whole audience is on TikTok and you just don't want to admit that it's on TikTok, then that's, man, that's a problem for you, man. You need to figure that out. And you probably need to have someone schedule your content and have them put it on TikTok for you to discover, to discover you. I know um, there's a friend of mine named Steve. Uh, he talks a lot about spiritual warfare. He started putting out content around this thing. He didn't even try. He just dropped it on TikTok and all of a sudden he had 30,000 followers a couple of weeks later. Now his team did some like editing, but it's very, very basic. Like there's not great audio. There's really no post-production being done to it, but it's being well distributed in the right place because TikTok is a very, I would say it's a very spiritual platform. A lot of, there's a lot of Gen Z. There's a lot of millennials that are on there. They're very interested in spirituality. And so when you have something of that type of topic, there's a reason why it's blowing up on TikTok and maybe not as much on Instagram. If you go to TikTok and you start scrolling the feed on an algorithm on a new thing, a lot of times you're going to get a lot of spiritual stuff very quickly because TikTok's kind of known for that. Whereas YouTube, maybe not as much, definitely some, but not all of it. You need to check your platform and check your avatar and make sure that whoever is watching you is watching you on the right platforms. That's kind of a helpful, kind of a helpful tool. So make sure whoever you're speaking to is in the right place that you're posting. And if you don't quite know, you should start posting on as many platforms as you can, gather your data, look at your analytics, and move forward from there. Again, if this is too much for you, no worries. There's a way you can link up with me in the comments. You can just check that link out and we can chat. The next thing is, and this is actually the biggest, the biggest thing. And this one might offend some people and I kind of left it for last because if you liked what I was saying before, this you might not like as much. So I apologize in advance. Uh, but this is going to be helpful for you. A lot of people create content and they have zero, and I mean zero strategy. They just talk about random things. They're like, I'm a business owner and Gary V talks about blueberries. So I'm going to talk about strawberries and it's going to go viral. Sorry to tell you, man or woman, lady, it's not going to work. It's not going to work super well if you don't have any strategy whatsoever. You need to have some sort of strategy or reason behind what you're doing. There needs to be something. There needs to be a mission as what uh, a mentor of mine, Daryl Lees would say, a finish line. What is the finish line for your people? Like, what is the goal? So if you study uh, in the, just for fun, uh, hopefully we're having a blast. I'm having such a good time hanging out with you guys. This is the best. Um, but if you go to, if you go and watch like a show like The Office or you go and watch the show Wipeout, imagine if you watch, if you haven't watched the show Wipeout, if you're in a different part of the world, go look it up. You will laugh so hard. Like it's absolutely hilarious. 
Like people are like, you're getting muddy. They're getting knocked into water. They're getting bounced off these big things. And I'm not going to say it because it just feels weird, but you can look at the show and it's hilarious, but it's the same thing every time. And the mission is like to make people laugh. It's hilarious. The editing doesn't change every video, not every video. They don't change the editing and the style. It's always similar sound effects. So you recognize the brand. It's people are laughing and then it's like, well, who's going to win? And it's the same thing every time. But then people don't do it in content. They're like constantly changing their editing on short form. It's like one video is like this another one's in the camera and another one's at a podcast. Like, dude, bro, we can't follow you because we don't know what's going on. Like, we don't know what you're doing. Get your format on lockdown and figure out what your mission is. So for Wipeout, people are there's aligning people on who's going to win the $10,000 cash prize every single episode. That's the goal. I'm not saying you have to have the same goal every single episode, but overall, whatever you're creating should be helping people move towards a similar mission. For example, if you were a fit, fitness coach and you sat down and you were like, I want to create a, a fitness podcast. Great. There's a lot of fitness podcasts out there. Like that's awesome that you want to do that. At the same time, how are you going to do this podcast? Are you going to have guests? Are you going to, what's the journey? Like, why, why are we listening? Or do we want to find out people's craziest health journeys? Like, like we need to know some sort of reason. And if that reason is I want to help just normal people understand macros, dope. We got to learn how to do macros. And then we got to branch into the next thing. But we have to provide a finish line that gives us a place to be able to put content underneath everything. Because when people feel like they can be involved as part of a community, they can connect with you as a content creator. Things become so much more fun and it's awesome because then it's like you're part of a community and you're all moving towards the same direction. Think about, um, I'll just give you another example, Alex Hermosi. If you look at Alex, it's always about, I want to help you get to this size of a business. It's what the eight, $10 million a year point so you can be acquired. So that means that every single one of pieces of every single one of his pieces of content is moving you towards 8 million to 10 million per year. Who is not going to watch that content? Hopefully that was a big aha moment for you because I mean, even for me just saying it out loud, it's, it's, it's like who wouldn't want to watch that type of content because it's all moving you towards the right direction. And the great thing that Alex has done so well and part of the reason I'm making this episode for you is so that way you don't feel overwhelmed because when you look at somebody like Alex or someone like Gary Vee, you see these massive systems of content. And the reason that these systems exist is simply because they got something to work on one platform to another platform to another platform, and then they just did way more of it. They just did more. That's all they did, just created more. And they were able to create more volume based on their budget and things like that. So that's gonna be a big piece for you. So don't get overwhelmed, uh, but people like Alex are creating content so that way they can meet you in the right place. That's the most important piece. So don't get overwhelmed. Don't freak out. It's all going to be okay. Um, you need to have systems inside of your content creation process. So that way you don't get overwhelmed. You need to make sure that you're actually testing to get results. So it's worth it for you to keep moving forward. Because all of us just want growth, right? Like if we're seeing just some growth forward, that's what we want to see. But if we have those systems in place, we can grow. We get more excited about being on camera because then it's actually worth something. Like if you knew every time you were going to step outside, you were going to find a dollar in your hand. Even if it was just a dollar, you'd keep walking outside your front door to pick up a dollar because, you know, by the end of the year, you got 365 bucks and God knows AirPods Max are really expensive this year. So you can buy some AirPods Max at the end of the year because you just knew it was going to work. So seek to do the same thing with your content. 
do not get stuck because as we talked about before, if you have content on the internet and people are trying to figure out whether they trust you or not, this organic piece is going to be a huge reason why people decide to trust you. Stick with you for the long haul because guess what? Organic is the only place where you can just take people, put them into an email list or a, a platform that you own, keep them forever and you own that data. See you next time.